This is Jacob Emerson with the Becker's Payer Issues Podcast. Here's your daily industry news briefing for February 10th. HHS is planning for the federal COVID-19 public health emergency to end on May 11th. On February 9th, the agency's secretary, Xavier Becerra, sent a letter to U.S. governors informing them that effective February 11th, he's renewing the PHE for 90 days, and that's anticipated to be the final time. HHS told governors that access to COVID-19 vaccines and certain treatments, such as Paxlovid and Legevrio, generally won't be affected. According to the agency, other things that won't be affected include the FDA's emergency use authorizations for COVID-19 products and major Medicare telehealth flexibilities. The administration is also working to make certain flexibilities around prescribing opioid use disorder treatments permanent. Other areas that will be affected include certain Medicare and Medicaid waivers and broad flexibilities for healthcare providers, which are, will end, and also affected will be the ability of healthcare providers to safely dispense controlled substances via telemedicine without an in-person interaction. Additionally, HHS says the requirement for private payers to cover COVID-19 tests without cost sharing will end, although, quote, coverage may continue if plans choose to continue to include it. Include it. We are encouraging private insurers to continue to provide such coverage going forward. Well, Elevance Health CEO Gail Boudreaux has been elected to chair the Business Council, becoming the first woman to lead the association of top CEOs in its 90-year history. Ms. Boudreaux will succeed Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella in the role. The invitation-only group is a networking and advisory organization for 200 top CEOs. Ms. Boudreaux has led Elevance Health since 2017. Sana, a startup payer focused on small businesses, is laying off 19% of its workforce. According to the company's LinkedIn, Sana employs 279 individuals. CEO and co-founder Will Young wrote to employees on February 7th that the move will help put the company on a more solid financial path and allow it to reach profitability much sooner than previously planned. Sana is based out of Austin, Texas, and it was founded in 2017. It has more than 29,000 members across six states. And finally, Oscar Health reported major gains in total membership last year, but posted a net loss of $606 million in 2022. That's according to the company's fourth quarter earnings published February 9th. Total revenues last year were $3.9 billion. That's up 115% year over year. Revenues in the fourth quarter were $995 million. Total operating expenses were $4.5 billion. In the fourth quarter, operating expenses totaled $1.2 billion. Oscar recorded a net loss of $606 million last year compared to a net loss of $572 million in 2021. In the fourth quarter, the company's net loss was $226 million. The company's medical loss ratio was 85.3% last year and 91.6% in the latest quarter. As of December 31st, total membership at Oscar is $1.15 million. That's up 92.5% year over year. The company has more than 1 million individual and small group members, 62,000 members with its partnership with Cigna, and it has 4,400 Medicare Advantage members. If you'd like the latest payer and healthcare industry news delivered to your inbox every morning, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter on our website at beckerspayer.com.